the yellow. Just keep going and going and going. Steely Dan, baby. I was like, I looked at Data and he looked at me and he's like, I'm like, what is this doing? <laughs> How does this link up? Spoilers. Spoilers. A bit. You should probably push a button. Uh, oh, yeah, you can do that now. <laughs> yeah, you can actually push the button again. We, fi- we fixed the button. button. Here is our spoiler alert warning. Actually, before we do spoilers, let's start here. Okay. Okay. We're doing Zack Snyder's. J- Zack Snyder's. <laughs> you already screwed. The Schneider Cut? <laughs> the Schneider Cut. Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, yes. non-spoiler, just in a word, yes or no, did you enjoy it more than Joss Whedon's? Yes. Oh, my there. quacking God, yes. <laughs> you censored yourself. Yeah, I censored myself. He can quack over me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just add the quack. He can quack the quack. There you go. Yeah. Um, Yes, he did. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I'll I'll say yes as well. And now... Spoiler! 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 All right. I I watched this thing, um, broke it up over two nights when it came out. Oh, did you? Just because that's my life. And then I actually watched it again, chapter by chapter, like one chapter a day, and took notes. Oh, well, you did a lot better than we did. I should have. It's so much. There's there's so much in this movie, because it's not even a real movie. It's like a mini-series almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so long. And there's like two or three different movies inside the movie. So it's this whole thing is just... Very unique and weird, so I'm like, oh, we better take some notes here. <laughs> I, I certainly enjoyed it more than Joss Whedon's. Oh, yes. My it obviously yes. tells the entire story. I was so disappointed by that. I didn't hate that movie, but I was just like, this could have been so much better. I um, I went back and actually listened to our podcast that we did of that. Oh, we were all pretty excited about the movie. I think yeah. it's just because it was a Justice League movie and we'd never had that before. Yeah, right. And it was, Whereas, you know, it was it was where we went from nothing to that. So then you're just like, oh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you digest on it a little bit longer, you know, over the course of weeks and months and <clears throat> years. But um, <laughs> five years, yeah. yeah, five years. And then you you start to see things that you were like, well, why did they do that that way? And this was kind of lame. And but overall, it wasn't a terrible movie. I think we all can agree on that. But. No, the original the the original theatrical version was not a super horrible movie mm-hmm. based on everything else that they had done. So you had the Batman v Superman set up that introduced Wonder Woman. You had Suicide mm-hmm. Side Squad which at least gave you a a hint a a, a, a one screen shot of Flash. <laughs> Uh, before Flash was on the screen in the original Justice League. Yeah. So you had at least a little bit of every character, except for Aquaman <clears throat> and right. Cyborg. Yeah. So it was good, and, and, and it at least got the characters introduced and put them through a story. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, that... Then you, then you had things of it, elements of it that just completely took you out of it, like fake Superman's mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or Superman's fake mouth, I should say. Fucking Tom Cruise. Quack. So, <laughs> quack. Yeah. Um, 
here's the weirdest part about this whole stupid thing. I don't even know what to call it. This whole situation is so weird. Mm-hmm. I bet we'll never have anything like it ever again. But what confuses me the most about the decisions that Joss Whedon made and Warner Brothers on a whole is that everything that we just saw in the Snyder Cut was already filmed except for the last five minutes. Right. Exactly. And changed they so just much. threw all that away and mm-hmm. said, eh, let's yeah. go recut. Like, <laughs> what? why? Exactly. How much of that was the studio and how much of that was Joss Whedon? I don't know. I'm sure we'll never know, unfortunately. Yeah. But good Lord, just well, some of the decisions, like, um, Steppenwolf. Yes. My Lord. <laughs> yes. That was Warner. That was entirely Warner Brothers. They thought he though. looked. They thought he looked too evil. <laughs> he's supposed to be. I don't disagree right with that. Evil. I I don't disagree with that. But that's Good literally Lord. what Zach came out like. Zach came out after the fact because he he didn't say anything about. The, here's here's a him at least holding his tongue until his version got released. Yeah. He never bad mouthed Josh Wheaton's version until his version was out. And now that his version is out and everybody's up, everybody is up in arms at Warner brothers and Josh for breaking it up so bad. Josh, 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 whatever the guy. It's like Josh without the H. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Cause it is, but like now he's bad mouthing it. And and well. he literally said, so here's one thing I noticed, and I, I'm pretty sure everybody else did, if you watch the is four he, hours. Is he actually bad-mouthing it, or is he trying to draw the distinction between his and theirs? No. Well, he used none of the footage that he that, that guy recorded okay. when, he put his, when he put this one together. Which is why Good. I noticed all of the little funny quip comments and bullshit Quack. comments to make little light jokes in the whole movie. We're gone. We're gone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he tends to prefer a more epic scale and less little less comedy. Well it's like the it's like the scene at the end where he buys the bank when he's talking to Superman. In the original, he's like, That's I, I it's kind of my default reaction. Like joking about him buying the bank. But he didn't even do that. He's like Superman asked, Well, how'd you do this? Like, I bought the bank. All all serious. Yeah. And the other version made it a joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I like it. I like that they didn't do all this little... It was still a lighthearted moment in, yes. in this version. It was like, how did you how did you manage this? I bought the bank. And then they just kept <laughs> walking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a little like musical flourish or anything like that. Yeah. Which I don't remember if there was in the old in the theatrical release or not. But <clears throat> No, it was just Bruce. It was just Bruce going, I bought the bank. It's kind yeah. of what I do, making a joke out of it. Yeah, where he well, just, in all seriousness, he said, "I bought the bank." Mm-hmm. In this one, so it, it, they, he made it a lot more of, like, yes, okay, I'm rich, so I bought the bank. Mm-hmm. So people think it's a joke, but he didn't actually force it to be a joke. Um, Sorry. keep in mind that Snyder's probably not going to badmouth the other movie because he's never seen it. <laughs> Um, his wife, I think her name is Deborah Snyder. She um, produces all his movies, and Christopher Nolan has done a lot of stuff with him. Nice. The two of them went and saw Joss Whedon's version, and came back to him and said, 
you can never see this because they knew how different it would. <laughs> they it they was he, from he would he would have exploded then instead of waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't even have in his mind what not to do or what to do that would be different. So this was just straight up. Here's all my footage that I've done, and this is the story I wanted to tell originally. And then I'll add in these five minutes at the end. So I can just start reading through my notes if you want. Sure. Is it a chronological type thing? Uh, fairly, yeah. That it's, works. We can skip to whatever as you think of the stuff. That works. Right ain't over yet. I'm mad. We might as well just start with uh, the Superman scream, which sort of, you know, explains why Such everything starts. <laughs> Such a great idea. It explains why the mother boxes never tried to have dark side come here even though <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong but there were thousands of years of existence life existing on earth before superman got here yeah <laughs> so why didn't they call then but anyway yeah pothole I, I i think they were just trying to say that they were dormant <clears throat> sure yeah and that when he and died his scream woke them up yeah right and they knew that there were heroes here because of the scene where the old gods battle Darkseid before he's all powerful. How cool was that scene? That scene was the dude oh with my the God. glowing arms. I was like, "Who is that? He's cool." The glowing arms was Zeus. Was it okay? Mm-hmm. The guy with the axe was Ares, mm-hmm. and yeah, you could see the actor that. who played him in Wonder Woman. They sort of CGI'd his face on that dude's body, um, and he's the one who, you know, didn't aim for the head. Yeah, <laughs> on Darkseid. Yeah. Yeah. Um who else was there? I love I, I, I love the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern thing was cool. The Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Just full on close epic. I want a whole movie of that. Oh, I know. The Atlanteans before they go into the sea. I was just like this is I want an old gods movie now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, awesome. I I I like the fact that that scene in this movie was dark side. Because in the right. original, it was Steppenwolf. Right. Yeah, which makes no sense. Yeah. That just weird. It makes much more sense that Darkseid came here just to conquer another planet and suddenly got his face punched and had to go whimpering home with half of his fleet gone. Yeah. And over time, they forgot about the world because they just conquered so many. So is... Okay, so I want to bring this up. I'm going to skip skip ahead a little bit. Go ahead. The 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 thing that Dark Side is af- after the afterlife or whatever anti life anti life equation. equation mm-hmm. He plopped that down on Earth, right, and then forgot it was here, and then completely forgot where he dropped it. <laughs> oh, really. You forget well, where you dropped it when you got your arm cut off. I don't know that he dropped it. He found it here, and then got his ass kicked and was sent home and then I, I felt like that was the only one of the only weak things that I took like really weak yeah. thin things that I that I caught in this movie I mean if I was dark side I would have gone home and said dear diary I found the anti-life equation that's on earth and I lost my yeah. arm don't forget that <laughs> and this it's, is why I have no arm yeah it's thin and I'm certainly not going to defend it <laughs> but when they're literally talking about you owe thousands of worlds and stuff yeah, and they've right. done this thousands of times I, it kind of makes sense it. that it would fall off like oh we need to wait a while till we go back to that place and then <laughs> they just forget about it because 
Well, I mean, they're you, one track mind. On the next place, conquer the next planet. You, you, you lose, know? you lose an arm. You kind of remember where you lost it. Well, he didn't lose think. an arm. He just got nearly killed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know not at least from the way that they played it. Not very many worlds have been able to stop him in his tracks. No, send him back. Apparently, only this one. Yeah. So they just lost track of it. Yeah. Like, maybe there was some. Maybe there's a whole story there with sabotage. That's possible. Such. Who knows? I mean, because you had lanterns involved, so they could have sabotaged or erase exactly. data or something they yes, just didn't do, do anything the in the power. movie martian manhunter could have erased it because yes. that's one of the things that they're hinting is that he's the one protecting the anti-life equation yeah and talk he could about, have been here that long too talk about him that came being, completely out of the blue yeah i was just gonna say talk about coming out of the blue with a character that i did not expect to see at all i um uh, i about great. pooped my pants when i saw him yeah yeah it um it really takes away from that scene. So I, I didn't it, like that he was right. like impersonating Martha. That was weird. Right. It Damn. was a really touching, well done, well acted scene between Martha, air quotes, and uh, Lois. And then when Martha leaves, Martha turns into Martian Manhunter. And you're like, whoa, that's cool, but why now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it, was, it was a lot. That. That scene, that scene was in both versions, or a similar scene, this, but oh, they yeah. took with, place. They took place in two different places. It was at work on the first yeah. One. In this mm-hmm. one, it was at home because was at she was planet. she was being a recluse and right. mourning for recluse. way too long. And in the theatrical, she was back at work, and, and some Martha dude just came, came in and was like, "Hey, uh, I've got some stupid line. I'm going to deliver it now." And they just look at him like, <laughs> "Why yeah. are you here?" So, so I don't I think I think it was okay because it was a different it was a completely different reasoning yeah no, than I the like, original this was so much better I mean but yes it did come out of left field that it was the Martian Manhunter and I'm like yeah that's the, weird the general from Man of Steel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that guy's been around since day one of the Snyder right mm-hmm. so now you're like <gasps> and I'm like that dude's John Johns. Oh my god! Like I freaked out. Oh my god. I, I forgot that he that. was in Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. He's in the because I love the, I love yeah. the guy who plays him because he's the he's the director on uh, Blacklist. Blacklist. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, it's, they got they got him and he's the Martian Manhunter. That's freaking sweet. Yeah. So yeah. I completely forgot that he was in Man of Steel. <laughs> he was yeah. an alias too, wasn't he? Mm, I don't know. No, that was a different guy. But yeah, that was cool. And then him coming to Batman at the end, yeah, mm-hmm. was cool. You know, I was so hey, I'm here. Um, ben Affleck um, looked so me. different in that scene that I thought he was. I thought it was a deep fake. Like they had another actor playing him because he couldn't mm. do the scene. Mm-hmm. It was him. He just lost a ton of weight for something else, and his face yep. is a lot narrower. And mm-hmm. I was just like, this has to be a deep fake. And then I read up on, read up on it, and he, they shot that. You know. Well, after the fact, you know, yep. recently, I went, yeah, that was boy, he's changed. <laughs> the whole dream sequence at the end yeah. with Batman's team, and then he wakes up and talks <sighs> to Manhunter is all the new stuff. That's mm-hmm. the only new yeah. stuff. And you could even tell Ben Affleck's face was even smaller in the yeah the cowl. It's interesting. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that scene. Yeah, I go back to your notes. <laughs> back to the we're notes. Getting, we're we're getting to the end of the movie already. <laughs> Jumped off the rails and came back. <laughs> um, where we're going, we don't need any rails. Batman is going in. Oh, um, we were talking about the scream. Um, yeah. Yes. Just that in back itself was amazing. Introduced the three boxes, where they are, how things are changing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Then it goes to the start of the theatrical version where Batman basically figures out where the heck Arthur's hiding. Mm-hmm. And he walks into that town and you can, there's like this arch that I noticed on the second viewing as he's walking into that building. And it's totally the Aquaman logo. Is it? Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Okay. Uh, I have to look that's that up. Um, and then <laughs> he talks to Arthur and that's basically the same. Yeah, but outside the whole town. they're talking. Like he finally, uh, Batman finally convinces Arthur, "Hey, just come talk to me." They're outside. Arthur calls him Batman right in front of two fishers. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> Pretty much everything from when he took off his sweater and started getting into the water. I it was Ugh. it was a lot of it was the same, and then what happened after that? was one of the two weirdest scenes for me in the movie where all of these the women just stand around singing, singing and she's sniffing his sweater like she's obsessed with him or something. Yeah. And I was that. just like, why are you singing? Why? Yeah. The first <laughs> time I thought, this is weird. The second time, it was just creepy. <laughs> yeah. And it just, it, that scene just took me out of it for a minute. I was like, why are they singing? Why yeah. are all these women standing around? This is obviously a town where life is hard and... You know, oh, people sure. have to be hard and people have to be, you know, <clears throat> no nonsense, you know, do what you have to do to survive another day. <clears throat> and yet they stand around and they just start singing. And it's not <laughs> even in English. I don't know what they're saying. They're just singing. I, and Bruce I think Wayne's it was looking Icelandic like, or something. Huh? Well, yeah, Icelandic. Or I think it was Icelandic. Some yeah. sort of Scandinavian language. Yeah, but that was weird. Just and Bruce Wayne's looking at him necessary. like, really? What? It's just... Do I have to pay admission for this? <laughs> Arthur takes his shirt off to go into the water, which is colder. Like, why are you wearing a shirt at right. all then? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> he did that's not the only time he does that either in the movie. Whenever oh, he I go know. back to the water, he I just know. takes off his jacket or his sweater or whatever it is. Which I wrote down Arthur takes off his shirt too much. I mean, not yeah. that I mind. <laughs> well, it's for the Because he's awesome, but my God. It's for the ladies. Like, you do it when it's the coldest point. <laughs> you don't do it when it's warm. <laughs> well, and, and incidentally, that's the other really weird scene for me in this movie is when he saves the fisherman mm. and takes him back and says, hey, you might yeah. want to respect the weather a little bit or respect the sea or whatever. And they, yeah. he, I don't remember if they give him or he takes the bottle of, of booze. He takes or, it. And he takes it. And he's walking down the pier in slow motion drinking <laughs> this bottle and this song that is playing is the stupidest okay. song. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so that that was in the theatrical cut, yes. but it was playing like really cool music. Like for some reason, yeah. And this is one of Snyder's crutches that I hate. His the slow mo is good, slow-mo. and I like slow mo. Yep, but it needs to not be overdone, which he, I think he overdoes. He totally it. overdoes it. But he usually puts really really depressing music over top of it and <laughs> that scene is exactly one of those scenes it's like the cliche yeah. it's like what is going 
oh and mm-hmm. i just thought i was like you know it's a cool visual and everything of the waves crashing up around him and he's down in this bottle of jd or whatever it is and yeah and then he just jumps into the water at the end but the song just took me out of Ugh. the moment i was like why did you pick that it was awful it's dumb yep. it was awful <laughs> those are the two <laughs> scenes in the movie that i was like yeah i, I would just cut those out right now if uh, i was editing yeah. this thing and then I also had to thought at the end, you know, if they took out about three quarters of the slow-mo scenes, this movie would have lost probably 25 minutes. <laughs> yep. uh, someone tallied it up. Apparently 10% of the movie is in slow motion. Oh, That's a lot. Christmas. That is a horrible 10% thing. of four hours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's certain scenes where it's very appropriate. Like when Wonder Woman's saving all the people at the bank or wherever it was. Uh, yeah, the guy's shooting bullets along the whole line of the hostages, and she just flies across there and blocks everyone, pushes this guy out of the way, and stops. But then after that really kick-ass scene, she uses the bracelet move, you know, that she's used to stop gods with. This is a guy mm-hmm. with a gun, and she blows up the entire floor of the bank where he was try where she's trying to avoid him setting off a bomb. So it's like you set off one bomb for another. <laughs> destroyed half of this building <laughs> no he he so he actually um and i love that scene and that's actually my next note so that whole scene was way much better mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but i that one is the perfect use of slow motion with right look at her in real time now just right. kicking the crap out of these guys but then she grabs the bomb and throws it up in the air and it blows up then she comes back and i think because she knew that guy wasn't going to stop, she just evi- just Obliterated. incinerates him. <laughs> yeah, all and, that's left is his little hat. Yeah, and it just happens to incinerate that whole side of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the whole side of the building. I just, I was just like, why didn't you like run at him with super speed like the rest of his gang and take his gun and then like drop him out the window or something? Yeah, it was weird. <clears throat> but anyway, inconceivable. <laughs> everything with flash needed to be slow motion not everything but you know when you're when you're seeing the details of what he's doing you know it needs to be slow motion the whole scene with the girl driving her car who uh, apparently may have supposed to have been iris west i don't know but she, yeah, she's listed as Iris. Okay, so she she drives into oh, the traffic, and this that. truck comes along and smashes into her classic car. I was like, "Come on!" And then she goes flying out of it, and he runs out there and rescues her and everything, and and just takes the time. He he moves so fast that he takes extra time to do things on the way, and then like catches her in the air and sets her down. And I thought her reaction was completely out of place because she just kind of went oh hey you know it's not like holy crap i just ran into a truck (laughs) holy crap how did i get out of my car how did i get here (laughs) it was just like oh hi you're handsome but so i i actually really hated that scene did you Um, i liked it because it showed how quick barry is i mean he turns and his shoes just ripped apart Mm -hmm. that was awesome and like you're saying He's got so much time that he can, you know, caress her hair in a very creepy way and <laughs> grab wieners for dogs later. <laughs> but the, the entire premise 
of that scene is so ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> Driver drops sandwich, doesn't stop. Right. Stupid. Guy with hot dog cart just blindly walks across the street without looking in a city. Stupid. <laughs> She's just staring at him while driving. Stupid. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what is this? The whole scene could have. I like the concept of the scene. Right. But it was just crap. Agreed. <laughs> like, we need to introduce Barry and he's neurotic and show his powers and save somebody. There's a million ways to do that. <laughs> yeah. Do the old piano fallen from, you know, the 17th story thing. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> That's straight out of the comics anyway. I'm going to exactly. I'm going to touch on that on when we get to a different scene cuz I didn't like one of the things that they changed in this in this versus the theatrical in regards to flash saving people. Do you think that okay. Ezra Miller is good casting for Barry Allen? Yes. I, I like, like him. him as Flash. I'm not sold yet, but I don't hate I want to see... So, I like him in what I've seen of him between the theatrical and this. Yeah. I want to see the Flash movie. That'll, pro- yeah. that'll, that'll prove whether or the not The one he's... they've been talking about for like seven years. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it, it's apparently supposed to still happen. Uh, that's what they said for If that years. movie happens and it's good... Then I think that will clinch him as Flash in the theatrical in the the cinematic. I liked his interaction with TV Flash during yeah, Crisis. That was cool. That to me was a Flash talking to a Flash because mm-hmm. they both had their own quirks. They were both weird, but yet they both were definitely the Flash. Yeah. So I, that's why I say he's the Flash because I've seen him <clears throat> in several things and he definitely does it. I really don't would not have minded Grant Gustin as this Flash in the Justice League series. The only reason that I have gripes about him on TV is because he has such bad writing. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I was about to say, he's too, and, he tries and, to act too cool. Yeah, well, and then everything's, oh, it was my fault this happened. Yeah. I mean, shut up. And everyone on that show is The television emotional. Flash is very much an emotional Flash because of, yeah. of, where, of what network it's he's on. all weepy. Well, it's CW. It has to be it's drama. Greg Berlani is what it is. His shows are... Yeah. Well, it's uh, also CW. That's probably why I like Ezra, because he's this nerdy kid who's on his own now, yeah. and he's just trying to figure out how to... How... He's trying to figure out life on mm-hmm. top of, oh, I can fly faster than the speed of light, and if right. I go too fast, I tend to mess God. with time. Yeah. <laughs> that was great that they introduced that. <clears throat> It was just this little yeah. insert, like, yeah, when I go too fast, I kind of mess with time and does weird things. And then at the end, that's exactly what happens. Well, and that I liked Oof. how I liked how that played into the whole resurrection scene too. Yeah, not to jump too far yeah. ahead, but because he had to go so fast to get a, get a charge, they're like, you have to touch it as the exact point. Because I remember that in the theatrical, you had to touch it right as it hit the water. Well, in this one, first. it hits the water first. Yeah, but it reverses Cause just enough. He gets to the speed of light, and yeah. the time reverses a little bit. Well, and technically, Cyborg says no mm-hmm. instead of go, and they still do it anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, Did you say go. <laughs> yeah. So oh. I was like the whole the whole fact that they introduced the time travel in this, which they didn't do in the theatrical. 
I thought was mm-hmm. great because Flash can do it, and we know he can. Yeah. And they just he they just, just use it as a tease in like two or three places. So ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> ain't nobody got. And using time it at the end to fix it was great too. Yeah. I, no. I, when when the. Yeah. I will say when they got to that point and they lost, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is this movie doing? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So yeah, I was like, and then he was like, you're going to have to break. I'm going to have to break my rule. Yeah. I'm like, so as soon as he started doing the working it to go to run it backwards, I'm like, plus he was injured. Yeah. And plus he was still injured. Oh crap. How's he got it? But he like speed healed himself. Yeah. Uber fast. And then, you know. Yeah. Ran. So, freaking. That's why I like this movie. Since you're talking about it, I'm going to go there. Yeah. Um, That whole thing was a little contrived with. I get that Steppenwolf kept stopping Cyborg. And Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. But then you've got one parademon outside who's like tracking Barry, like, I can hit him. I can hit him. I'm going to do this. Yeah, I know. For Darkseid. And then he does. Just, just when they're the, ready to actually the right do it, it's like, then it yeah. delays it. Mm-hmm. Then the world blows up. It's right. like, okay, I guess we have to do this so Barry can finally, you know, become the Flash. But well, <laughs> so the only problems that I would ha- the only problem I have with that, I don't, I don't mind the fact that they had to use time travel to fit to fix it. No, My no. problem is, is I'm that... talking about the paradigm. <laughs> exactly the 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 del- the delay over the de- the, the delaying just drew drew uh, draw that scene out even more, and I'm like, you could have done it without that and had something else happen. Well, but if, if you want to get detailed, <laughs> Barry's going so fast at that point. There's no way anything would have hit him. He'd yeah, you would have had to fire. Coming off. You would have had to fire so far ahead of him. Yeah. Exactly. And yet you, see, like, you, yet you see him point right at him and shoot, and it still hits him. I'm like, yeah. how the hell did he even hit him? You're not shooting, like, uh, what do they call <clears throat> The uh, rail gun. Yeah. <laughs> so. You're not shooting bullets that curve. <laughs> do you want me to touch on the, do you want me to just go ahead and touch on the problem I had with this cut versus the original on Barry? Touch on it. Real quick, since we're still talking about the Flash. Touch it. Touch gently. So. The scene, <laughs> the scene where they have the fight with Stefan Wolf in the tower on the island, mm-hmm. where yes. he's got all the Star Labs or Star Labs people right. hostage. Yep. That scene in the theatrical, I felt, is what set Flash up. Yeah, oh, as yeah. yeah, as getting hit as he's going, he like he literally makes the same comment in this version as like. I'm not a fighter. Right. I just push people. But then he doesn't have and then, that whole and then Batman, crisis of, oh, do I do it or do Batman's I Batman's like, just save one. Yeah. And you'll figure it out. Yeah. And that sets him up to, and he's the one who rescues everybody, not Cyborg. Right. And in this mo- in this one, he says the same thing, I'm not a fighter, but yet they don't give him that pep talk. Right. That let him become a hero. More than they did already, and I feel yeah. like that was that didn't help the movie. It didn't even, I mean, it, it didn't make it any worse. But I'm like that yeah. to me made Flash more likable or more realistic in the theatrical. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm still a well, kid and figuring this out. 
Well, here, save one that, person and you'll figure it out. It's right. basically the the Batman pep top talk. I I get what you're saying, and that makes sense, and I I kind of like that too. Um, but they've also already showed signs of him doing this before. Right. True. Now. They, I mean, Batman literally sees him for the first time in the um, convenience store. Right. Yeah. And at that point, no one's there to tell him to do anything, and he makes a decision to mm-hmm. shove that guy through the door. Yeah. <laughs> but it's at like, the same whoops. time, at the same time, the the crisis is the problem is is they still they still let him have that crisis of hey we're going to I've I'm not I've never been in a fight I've just yeah. put, I've just done things when I needed to That's true. I he don't know how to deal with the anxiety like of being in a yeah. fight mm-hmm. and they didn't mm-hmm. they they still ha- they still made him have that crisis but they gave him no out for it mm-hmm. and they just kind of like yep. I have this crisis oh I don't have this crisis I, we're just working together and we're fine mm-hmm. so no I I think on a whole, there are some things from the theatrical that I would have put in, but knowing that Snyder has literally never seen that movie, mm. I can't really fault him for. Not well, and he used. He, he said he exist. would never use any of that footage. So, right. yeah. I mean, I get it. And it was also There's, his first time working with a team instead of just by himself. So he kind of fell into it as they went, and was like, "Oh, okay, this and, is how we do this." And that's a whole well, other thing that's different between this and the theatrical. But. In this movie, they were always seem to be on the same page. They start well, talking about resurrecting Superman. There was no fight in the Batcave like there was in the theatrical. Yeah, verbal and that's fight. One of the things I probably would have kept is them mm. just sort of debating the situation a little. Like, yeah, that that's like, an interesting. <laughs> it's yeah, thing. it's one of those things where like in this movie, at, they were. By the time they all got together and decided to be a team, they were a team, and they never, they never, up except for when they were actually in the, the uh, um, Kryptonian ship where they had minor, mm-hmm. like we shouldn't be doing this. There was no giant yeah. debate, and there were no Aquaman and Diana on one side and Batman and everybody else on the other. Yeah, type mm-hmm. of argument like they had where you just kind of had Aquaman being the one guy saying this is a bad idea. Yeah. So yep. that was I one of the things I noticed. That. I noticed. I noticed they were w- a more well-oiled machine from the get-go yeah. than they were in the theatrical. And Cyborg didn't really see anything until he touched that mother box on yeah. the Kryptonian. Well, and in, ship. The, in that part, they didn't even. That wasn't mm-hmm. even in the theatrical. No. Cyborg was still all go. Right. Aquaman and Diana were the only ones in the theatrical, even at that point, still I trying like, to stop them. I did like that, though, that he all of a sudden saw this vision of the future mm-hmm. where there was like, oh, crap, are we doing the wrong thing? Um, That's it's the same stuff that Bruce had been seeing. It's yep. the box right. trying to tell him, don't do this, because this is going to be my end. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's Not the same thing. Not necessarily like, the world's end, but hey, this will happen if you do this. Save my life. Yeah. The boxes, yeah. yeah it's, they said they were living machines. Yep. So one of the things I missed from the theatrical release is when they were sitting around in the Bat Cave, and Aquaman just starts dishing on like <clears throat> how Wonder Woman's yep. really hot, and we're all going to die, and it's going to be great. And then it turns out he's been sitting on the lasso. I thought that was so freaking clever. I loved it, and they did. They they cut it out of this and one. That I kind of wish they left it in. And that was what I was saying: is they took all the jokey stuff out. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he didn't use any of those those changes fine. that made it that made funny scenes. It's fine. You you don't want like, yeah. I mean, he obviously is going for a specific type of of feeling to the movie, but that just that one, just mm-hmm. to break up the monotony of that conversation they were having, mm-hmm. I thought that mm-hmm. if you left that in, that would have been great. But uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed if that. If that's as what well. I have to give up to get no more Superman CGI face, then fine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and the black suit. Oh my God! When I I had to rewind that, I literally were watching it, and Deb walked out of the room when that happened, and I'm like, and he flew up, and I saw him in the black suit. Is like, it just really I'm dark, like, or did he did, did they just really like use the black suit, or did I miss something? And so I rewind when yeah. he came into the Kryptonian ship and was looking at all the suits, and then I'm like, oh yeah, he did fly out with the black one. I'm like, for a minute there, I was like, did they just make him bad Superman? <laughs> Because they gave him the black suit. I don't remember. I don't read the comics, so I don't know what all the suits mean. Okay, here's what the black suits mean. Ready? Okay. Black absorbs the sun better. Well, that's true. That's why he put it on. Makes him stronger. That's Yes, makes him stronger quicker. Well, that's cool. I still loved it. I love the fact that that they they went with that black suit over... Because he is a different... He he. I mean, it's better Remember. than w- the way they did it in the theatrical, where he, where other than the like moments where he first woke up, he was the same Superman after that. Yeah. But, this one yeah. is basically setting it up that he's back. It took him a while. He is Superman, yeah. and he's got his his wits about him, but he is a different Superman than he was when he went bit. into the ground. Still. Yeah. And it took him a while to get his head. Yeah, put back on straight. And Which, I like the fact in, that they drew that out more in the theatrical movie. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like, oh, Superman's gone back to the farm. We're gonna go fight the bad guys in Russia or wherever it was. And <clears throat> all of a sudden, when the battle's going bad for them, Superman just magically shows up. Like mm-hmm. he knew where they were somehow. In this movie, they explain he goes How to he... see Alfred, and <laughs> Alfred is like, "Here's where there are. I'm glad you're doing better, and please don't kill me." <laughs> <laughs> I I also love that Alfred called called him uh, Master, Master Kent. Yes. yes, I was like, it's like Alfred really truly is the best butler guy. There ever. has never been a terrible Alfred in all the movies they've ever made about Batman TV. or TV. There has never yep. been a bad Alfred. Mm-hmm. Yep, ever. You're right. There's been bad Batmans, mm-hmm. Batmen, but uh, Bat- never a bad Men? Alfred. I also like. And this is just a little, a little sub, sub thing they did because that was something Alfred was helping Bruce with in this. Was the was the troop carrier ship? I yeah. like how they drew that out more in this. Yeah, it was like, and Cyborg walks in, takes one look at, it, is like she wants to fly, but, but she can't. But issue. there's a software issue and she yeah. can't. I'm like, I love how they started just tw- little things that they just were tweaking in the background yeah. because in the theatrical they were like Cyborg's. Bruce is like, we'll never make it there in time. And Cyborg's like, yeah, we will. And he just takes over. And like right. this, they drew it out to explain why Cyborg knew what to do. Yeah. I was like, because it call was that odd the for... laughing whale. That ship. <laughs> yeah. The laughing whale. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you own is the bat, whatever. And then you've got this big whale thing. Right. Like, yeah. Okay. Anyway. And the, the, the crawly thing in the, in the sewer. Yeah. The spider. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Bat but... nightcrawler. Yeah. The bat crawler. So it's not going in order of my notes, but you brought up 
explaining how Cyborg is. Mm -hmm. And so let's just talk about him because, my gosh, what a difference (laughs) between Uh, the two. Yes. I love this. He got flushed out so much more because they had so much time to do this movie. I mean, it was four hours long. The first two hours is a Cyborg movie. Yeah. Pretty much. And I loved it. (laughs) I'm glad they did that because he was the the least flushed out character in the theatrical. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a complete arc Mm -hmm. in this four hours and you explain his powers and just, he is so powerful Mm -hmm. and there's so many cool things you could do with him. And how do you take that out? (laughs) I just, I could not wrap my head around when I was watching the first time. Most of my reactions were, why would you take this out? Why would you take this out? Why would you take this out? Like, right. I, I, I can't wrap my head around this. The, the entire problem with the entire problem with the theatrical was Warner Brothers didn't think that anyone would sit through a three and a half hour plus movie. Wrong. No, no, no. And no, 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 no. Cut, cut that off. Okay. Warner Brothers didn't think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. But like, or cut it down even more. Warner Brothers. Yeah, my problem is is that even <laughs> but, don't. but Marvel, Marvel at that even at that point had been making two and a half hour movies for most of their one offs, let alone Avengers yeah. movies. Well, and they obviously Ooh. never paid attention to the sales of the extended Lord of the Rings movies. Exactly. Oh, it's like, which tell me are, about it. Which that's a that's a slog if you ever try to watch all of them at once. When people have the ability to sit in their home and watch it, they'll watch a four hour movie. Mm-hmm. That's in very the di- theater, that's very I mean, I would have they're seen obsessed this... with the two hour mark in theaters. I would have seen this yeah. in theaters if hour, they had put it out. A three hour movie of this in the theater would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. If you could cut this movie probably to three and a half and not miss anything, mm-hmm. and it'd be fine for the yeah. theater, or add a lot to it. And split it up, yeah, and do and like an Infinity War right. Endgame type of thing, yeah. and that makes sense if you're fine. building up a a team movie with mm-hmm. not having every member of the team have their own individual movie like Marvel did. Right, break it Which, up, make it have two. That was the mistake. Yeah, like, yeah. Cyborg could have had his own movie. Obviously, yeah. Flash could have had his own movie. It's it's DC rushing rushing to try to catch up right. is what it is. Yeah. And they let Warner Brothers do whatever they wanted with it. And Instead I'm like Instead of just doing following the, the Marvel formula where you introduce each of your characters, not necessarily in their own movie. They could you could have like Scarlet or like a, a Black Widow showed up in Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And we saw yeah, her several true. times mm-hmm. before she was even in Avengers. And mm-hmm. now she has her own movie. <clears throat> it's been pushed back again. But um you know, <laughs> and the uh, only news. character they did that for in this one was Wonder Woman because she was introduced in Batman v Superman. Right. Because yep. the only That's two true. movies that prepped for Justice League were Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Well, and and Aquaman, you saw him appear in Justice League before his own movie. Exactly. So, yeah, they're it kind of doing done. it in the wrong. They're well, they're, they're not kind of. They're definitely doing it in the wrong order. But. Yeah. Uh, if they weren't so worried about trying to keep up with Marvel and just tell their stories and create, exactly. create a, a, thin, a cinematic universe, um, 
like the way the Marvel guys just sat down and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to divide this into phases. We're going to introduce these characters here. We're going to have this be the big villain. We're going to work toward this climax and then they'll start to the ne- go on to the next without making it feel like an ending. So mm-hmm. if they, the fact that they didn't do that with DC, it's just, and it's because DC doesn't have their own Studios. studio like Marvel yep. does, even before Disney yep. bought it. Yeah. Um, yep. They depend on Warner Brothers to distribute their crap, and of course that gives Warner Brothers the ability to intervene and go, well, we want this in the movie, and we want that in the movie. And, and <sighs> Warner Brothers is one of the worst. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. They're so old-fashioned. They're so out of touch. They're like Paramount. And it just... Uh, you, you you wish that some somebody would come in there and, and take over and clean house, but I don't see if it's... I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, you never know now. Yeah, now who knows what's going to happen? Honestly, It'll now that the, now that this is actually maybe Disney will buy Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they could buy the DCIP. That would be quite and just a day. Con- and just control all of the movie movie comic book yeah. stuff at once. I don't know. Well, they, I don't even know would, if that would work because they would make their own studios. Yeah, well, Marvel had their group together before Disney ever came along, and they they had something good going. Whereas even if Disney bought DC now, they would just like throw a bunch of people at it and go, here, make movies for us. And it would turn because out like Star Wars. Because they don't care. They don't care the same way Ugh. Marvel did before they were bought up. And it would turn out like Star Wars. Yeah. Three so, short movies because they have no no idea what they're doing. Right. So. <laughs> so back to Justice League now that we got off on the Marvel tangent. <laughs> The Marvel and Disney uh, well, I'll, I'll add that um, we don't do ten. We don't know what's going to happen in the future because this thing is breaking records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's done more than Wonder Woman did. Right. Um, all the countries around the world that don't have HBO Max had had their own like contracts with whatever streaming service they have in that country, and mm-hmm. those are breaking records on all of those. Wow! And obviously, you know, social media has gone crazy, so it's. We'll see. We'll see. It's hard to say no to money, you know, That's even if true. you just start making shows or movies in the DC universe that just go straight to HBO Max. Even when theaters are open, who cares? Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Sorry. I miss and I like the theater experience, but I would not want to see a four hour movie in a theater. I don't care how comfortable their chairs are. At some point, I got to get up. I can hit pause at home and go take a leak if I have to. Well, you know? most well, most long move. Anytime I remember a super long movie, yeah. half the time they still had a, like a ten minute intermission somewhere. Yes, and they broke them up. Like Lord this, of the Rings had a had a intermission. Yeah, did it? So watching yeah. it the second time, right? The I can't remember what chapter it is. I think it's three ends right after the discussion of. We need to resurrect Superman. Mm-hmm. Boom. 15 minute intermission, intermission. right yep. there. And that would have been the two hour mark. Yep. Yep. That's it broke, it actually broke really well because I kept checking when the chapters would change to see where we were mm-hmm. in the. Because we watched it in one sitting. I did too. And it was, it was, there were points where I was like, okay, where are we? Because I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how much more we have to set through because. There were some slow, th- like with all the slow mo and some of the like the mm-hmm. expanded story mm-hmm. that could have been trimmed down. Um, not saying that it wasn't a great movie, but there were still some slow spots where I'm like, 
Okay, yep. this is dragging. Where are we? Because I, you know I need to I, figure out where we are. You know are. when I watched it? Hmm? You know when I watched it? No. It came out last Thursday, right? Yep. I watched it, started it Thursday night at 11.30. Jeez. <laughs> wow. We started it at 4 in the afternoon and, <laughs> and watched it until we, like, we went to bed. <laughs> yeah, watched it until we went to bed. And I think Deb even went to bed anyways because she was beat. And I stayed up to finish it. Yeah. So I, I I didn't finish it until almost four in the morning because I actually paused it for a bathroom break and to make a sandwich or something like halfway yeah. through. But yeah, no, I, I was like, I can't stop watching this and then pick it up tomorrow. I'm going to sit here and watch all the way through. And I had no problem with it. It was one thing <laughs> I just thought of because you know me, I, but so I pulled it up <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is this not in widescreen for? That hmm. yes, and so I had me. like I had to get another copy of it just to check, and then I'm like, and the no, second one was that's right. this the same, and I'm like, Google, why is this in three letterbox? And I would have <laughs> sent you a note had I not seen an article earlier that day about well, keeping it in the four four to three ratio was part of my vision, and I was like, why? Yeah, yeah, it's like I it screwed me. It screwed me up when I first got it because I kept thinking I was downloading. I was getting the wrong copy because the scenes that were in the theatrical release that still made it into this one were suddenly not. I mean, it was not widescreen, so yep. there's parts cut out of it. I was like, "Why did you do that?" Yeah. I, I don't know. There's no good reason I think that he can come up with to tell me why he wanted it in a four by three or four to three ratio. Well, it was Shamer Shamus, and. <laughs> You can only do so much editing on Shamar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't fucking roll on Shabbos. <laughs> so, sorry. It, it did not... It was a little jarring at the beginning. Yes. I got I did used get to used it. to it, but I still would have... I certainly prefer it. I mean, who does that anymore? Widescreen, but... It's like television. Yeah. And people's televisions yeah. aren't that format anymore. Yeah. So, I don't get it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Justice League was filmed for a live studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> WandaVision was filmed before a live studio audience. Well, let's not go to let's not get on that track. Oh. Yeah. It was though. <laughs> Ow. At first. Yeah, at least the first episode. Yeah. I'm gonna just go back to my notes. Yep. We got a lull. Lull. The Amazons are a thousand times more badass than they were. Mm-hmm. Yes. They pretty <laughs> the much got that, the floor um, wiped with them on the theatrical release. Oh, the fact that they're standing there, like, I don't know, a hundred of them? Yeah. Always take shifts around the mother box? Yeah. My lord. That's and then dedication. it breaks open and they all go, yeah. it's like, oh. <laughs> and then she was yeah. like, Amazon, show your fear. We have no fear. Yeah. Oh. So then Steppenwolf shows up, and you get him in all his glory. So we still haven't really talked about him. Yeah, we haven't talked about him at all. Shiny, pointy man. He is. He has a a character arc. He has reasons for what he's doing. He's so realistic and just completely badass and terrifying and has little replicators that go on people's heads. I was like, ah! They look like And looks like the Destroyer from Thor. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like I kind of saw that when he first came. I was like, 
did they just make him the destroyer from Thor? Because like of the, the armor? <laughs> the only part of him that's not covered with that funky armor is his face. Like, literally his eyes and his nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. Yep. His yeah, chin, that's it. his cheekbones, everything else is covered with this stuff. And he must be able to move it at will because yeah. when he saw Dark Side, it all like Dark came Side. down. Yeah. Yeah. He was um, that that version of Stefan Wolf was a thousand times better. Yeah. I oh, his I, axe, the lightnings, yes, everything. Like the Amazons were literally piling on top of him to keep him from the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just like, like grabbing them by the heads and throwing them around. It's like, <laughs> what the crap? This is so amazing. Mm-hmm. And Beth bad. Phoenix got more screen time. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, notice. it's Beth. Was she it, had he, like, was it really her? She was probably yeah. uh, 30 she seconds was the, in there. She was the one on the... the I mean, I remember... When you're the, looking at the screen, she was the one on the right, right. for no, the I, last I door. I know exactly which one you're talking about. And I, I mean, I remember saying... I remember seeing the original release and I thought that looks like Beth Phoenix. And I think I even mentioned it in our podcast that it was Beth Phoenix. And then watching it later, I was like, I'm not sure that's Beth Phoenix. Is it really? It is. Yeah. She's the one she's so in this one, because the queen stumbles because she gets caught. Right. She's the one that immediately drops back to grab the whole way to the door. Yeah. And that's why that that's why they gave her more. That's the more screenshot time she got this time was because they had they drugged that scene out before that. Oh, she was. She's inside, and they. I didn't see her inside. The queen says, "Get to the doors, you know, to take them down." Then they show one girl closing one of the things, and then the next one is Beth, and she's closing one, and then she's standing there, and the queen says you know, hold the door or whatever yep. she's holding it. Right. So she gets a lot more time. It was, oh, cool. that's cool. I didn't realize it was her. The other two times. I just remembered her being at the last door. Yeah. What is her real name? I forget. And it's not Beth Phoenix. Is her name Beth though? Is it Beth Copeland? Uh, I would assume so. I don't know. I just can't remember if Beth was her real name or they just came up with the Phoenix part. It is now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's Beth Phoenix. That's I mean, all I ever Yeah, called. exactly. Edge calls her Beth on his podcast. Good enough. I think that is her real first name. Them, them sinking that building. So, uh, like the, the they sealed thing. the build. They sealed that the building. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the plan all along. That yeah. if somebody tries to come and take this, we sink everybody Falls inside into of the it. sea. Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> but that, like, that's the thing. That's the difference between the theatrical, where they just sealed the doors. Yeah. What's the point? Oh, there's the stuff fact, when it started dropping, when it started <laughs> falling in this one, I was like, "Holy yeah. crap!" Yeah, because that was definitely fell into the ocean yeah where it starts falling. And I'm like, now I do kind of feel stupid. I do feel, do kind of feel it was stupid for the queen to just stand there and watch it. Well, there <laughs> is a beat there where she's like, "Oh, thank God that yeah, was like close. like we're done." Like, yeah. it, it, and then boom, they yeah. come flying out of the water. Yeah. And let's uh, we got to talk about the parademons too. Like yeah. they didn't look like guys in rubber suits no. this yeah. time. No, they Just... looked like they had the same mother box power, and they were scary looking. It was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, they were less <laughs> less minionish in this one. They were yeah, more, yep. more they did terrifying. sort of seem to. They were like soldiers. Yes, they weren't just little minions. Yeah, the the whole scene with that thing falling into the water. The only thing that kept playing in my mind was like this view from the gallery say you're amazon number 247 and you're standing in the top row of that thing with your arrow trained on the mother box and you're like crap it had to happen on my shift (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. Here we go. Five thousand years. We're gonna be in the water in a few minutes, and I'm dead. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> but this is what I signed up for: stiff upper lip and all. So. <laughs> even the even the even that ride to keep it away from him was, yeah, longer and more epic. Yeah. Oh. He's slashing people and blood's flying everywhere. Yeah. He's yeah. knocking into horses and my mom man. would have hated that. <laughs> well, yeah. Why are they beating not off real. The horses? <laughs> they I know. Not real. It's not real. I know, but it looks like it. But yeah, that's, I I Price love the way they do that. That was the best introduction that Stefan Wolf could have ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't really even like in the storytelling scene, they didn't really even touch Stefan Wolf because Darkseid was the character that was in the the, the historical yeah clip. Right. Not Stefan Wolf like it was in the theatrical. So you didn't yeah. even really see Stefan Wolf. Yeah. Until he, he plops down in the Amazon. Been banished. Yeah, he had yeah. already been banished at that point instead of that being yeah. the cause of his banishment. You done screwed up, son. Which is what they yeah. wrote it off in the theatrical, that's what they wrote off as the reason right. why he was banished was because he failed here. Yeah. Um Which, instead of Darkseid yeah. failing. It kind of makes sense, but I think I like that his dark side better because yeah, it makes him try I, even harder now. You know, I like that's the one. I will say that if if dark side is like the Thanos of DC, I like oh. that they. Well, I mean, kind of the way. So it's a loose comparison, well, but I can. Okay, see. so He's let me air let me air quote Thanos, this. But yeah, yeah, let me air quote this for the DCU versus MCU. Sure. That they introduce the Thanos character more completely in their mm-hmm. very first team up movie yeah. than mm-hmm. stretching it out over the fo- the four movies that right. Marvel had where Thanos was the bad guy coming. Yeah. I like that they showed him and they showed how strong he was and then he dis and then he basically disappeared. Right. Yep. And there, now you have your setup so that a couple movies down the road he can be the one that you actually fight. But at least you fleshed him out completely. Yeah. Already, that's well, I do like that that part of what they did with this one. I like that as well. And his little anti life anti life equation is mm-hmm. basically his gauntlet. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Basically. Basic, and it basically does all the same powers as a gauntlet. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Except yeah. he wants to destroy everything, not remake or. Well, only, so did Thanos at the end of, of everything. Well, yes. Well, they, no. Technically, yes. You had a younger Thanos to control everything. Yeah, he doesn't necessarily want to destroy it. He he will, if he has to. Right. Thanos just has this this perverted uh, notion of of compassion in his brain. Yeah. (laughs) Which. Yeah. Yeah. So so I do like that, and that the and back to Stefan Wolf, that was a amazing intro. Just throwing him into what I would classify as the strongest earthly heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. By the thousands <laughs> and watching him just like not completely wipe the floor with them, but yeah, they no, could but still could stop him. A victory. But he yeah. still gets the box. And... <laughs> yeah. The winner is you. So yeah, that was, that was One a much better intro, intro to, to that character, to that bad guy. Than the theatrical gave him. I like turtles. 
wenn ich fliege. <lacht> you need the clip of Homer singing that. Back to your nose, Adam. All right. Um, the arrow of Ares gets lit and shot to the Pantheon to warn Diana. Mm-hmm. That was a damn in... strong bowstring. <laughs> <laughs> it's magical. It's magic. I like, it flies on the I like of that men. they showed what it was. Yes. And the theatrical was just, oh, Diana sees the Pantheons on fire on TV. And right. they, they actually made a point out of that entire process where it was just glossed them. over. Yeah, we do it. There's a reason for it because she has to go tomb raiding, and the arrow is a key, and then it leads to hey, here's a. That was the other thing I liked the fact that that was a key. That was kind of cool. cool. Yeah, Yeah. it was cool. I had to point that out. And the fact that there was a reason to shoot that arrow at that place and light a fire at that place. She's got pretty good aim, Mike. Because in the theatrical, why? they just gloss completely over that. It was like, well, we're going to light it just yeah. so that Diana knows. But, but it has nothing else. Would, doesn't serve any other purpose. Take it out? Why would you take it out? Yeah. Even in the theatrical, Diana doesn't explain to anybody what's going on. No. She just knows. This was another example where I got that little view from the gallery where she's taking aim to fire the arrow. What if somebody in the background sneezed and she comes off by a fraction of an inch? It would have landed a mile away. <laughs> Amazonians do not sneeze. <laughs> and then she'd be like, I'm sorry, my queen. Well, you get to go get the arrow then, don't you? <laughs> now, they got that arrow out of a box. Maybe there was more. There were more. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, there were sev- There were at least three or four more in that box. So. But in still. case you fire the first one, this big epic swell of music and then the funk sticks in the ground next to the temple. Ah, crap. All right, get another arrow. <laughs> we missed. We I'm off. rusty. We were off by an inch. I'm <laughs> rusty, baby. In the theatrical, mm. the queen was not the one who shot the arrow either. But in this I'm, one, she was. I don't, I don't remember. I wanted to watch it again to sort of compare my notes, but I just haven't time. That's a lot of movie. <laughs> Yeah, too much. Lots. My next note is uh, Aquaman looking at the statue of King Atlan, and Falco shows up mm-hmm. to be like, "Dude, what's your problem?" Yeah, Setting up cool. the whole next movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. again, important information, <laughs> character building. Hello. <laughs> well, and it makes <sighs> that whole scene makes Aquaman the movie Aquaman the the way that it was played out make a hell of a lot more sense right yep because you see that you see the introduction to the the falco the falco character you also get the conversation with him and uh lady um sorry (laughs) (laughs) because i don't like her anymore because she's a horrible person Um, amber turd yeah exactly (laughs) is that enough quacks jeez amber turd um and you get that conversation between Aquaman and her, which they didn't have really in the theatrical, they had a very cut down version of that conversation. Right. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So it made a heck of a lot more sense what was going on, and the fact that he does kind of go down and hang out in like the outskirts of Amazon area of of the Atlantis area. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, I'm 
I'm I'm just kind of hanging around outside of town, kind of like Carol from Walking Dead last season. <laughs> please, please don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, please. So yeah, that would definitely flushed out even more to that Aqua to the Aquaman movie. Sidebar, you know she's been replaced, right? Thank for God, the second Has Aquaman she? movie. Thank I, God. Last I heard, they had not done that yet. Would you like to take a guess as who is playing her? Mm. One guess each, just for fun. Uh, so it's they have woman. chosen a, re- a replacement then. Okay. Um, yeah. It's a woman. That's your question. <laughs> well, that's Obviously. good. <laughs> Obviously. Let's hope, let's hope so. It's William Defoe. Oh. <laughs> He's the new queen. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm Falco and Mara now. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't even want to guess. I have no clue. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> Ellen, because that was the voice of Dory. (laughs) It's Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Okay. So we got Game of Thrones again. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Dragon Uh, Queen. Are they going to dye her hair red? I should have guessed her just for giggles because of Game of Thrones. Um, No, Jared. They'll probably put a wig on her. (laughs) I mean, and then CGI the crap out of her hair. When it's underwater, yeah, yeah probably like before. Would be my guess, but I mean, maybe she'll dye her hair. Could dye her hair. All right, enough of that. <laughs> oh, next note: the fish speaking. The fish Mara speaking. swims up to one of the guards and like does dolphin quacking, like squeak, squeak, quack, 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 squeak, squeak. Yeah, like in the water, and that totally explains why they make those air bubbles so they can speak English to one another. Oh, because it never yeah. made sense to me. Like, why are you making bubbles if you can just talk to each I other in the underwater? Do not remember that scene at all. It was outside the door when she first showed up, right yes. as Stefan with showed up. She was yep. talking to the guard, and it was in. It wasn't in English. No, it was huh. like dolphin quacks. I, just, and I don't recall that at stuff. all. Maybe I just. It was very quick though, because that was right when Stefan was showing up. So. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which. Let's just talk about that scene again. He's bloodying everybody with his axe and then just kicking everybody. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. again, Steppenwolf is amazing. And lightning is shooting through the air. And Mara uses one of those bubbles to try to, like, hurt him, like, to right. give him gravity under, all of a sudden. Right. He falls down. Mm-hmm. And then Did... um, he goes after her and she, like, does the water sucking thing out of his yeah, face. Yeah, trying to, trying, trying to suck the water out of his body. Oh which, my god, that was cool. Which I don't did they didn't do that in the theatrical, did they? No, because I thought that he was like cool. Because up and there were like no, two people there. Yeah, in the theater, in theatrical, it was the second easiest acquisition that he made, other than yeah. the, the very last one, which they yeah. glossed over in the theatrical, and they made a point to sh- to explain why that was so unguarded, mm-hmm. and it was because mm-hmm. the king, his brother. Being the douche that he was towards towards the Aquaman movie, had pulled all of the guards away. Right. Yeah. Which I liked how they pointed that out that his brother was because he was already on the path he was to try to start war with the surface. Right. Yeah. He had already pulled all the guards away from what they should have been doing. But yeah, because her saying that I can pull like in because we at this point we've all seen Aquaman before we saw this cut of this movie. She makes a point to say, I can even pull the water out of a person in Aquaman. 
and they don't ever show it. They don't ever use it. Yeah, I was about to say. And then she does. She does it to Stefan Wolf, and I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) it was the I remember that (laughs) being talked about, but that's cool. (laughs) It's a terrifying thought. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like, it was cool to see her try her actually use that as a an attack against Stefan Wolf. Yeah, that was cool. And for the mo and for a moment she was holding her own against him. Mm. Yeah. Like they 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 gave he her knocked, the they I gave her the baby her out, face fight for a little bit and then the heel kicked her ass again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's so the real star could come in. Yeah. Jason <laughs> Momosa. Which and again, that shows he doesn't completely understand how to fight underwater. No. So he can't beat Stefan Wolf underwater. So Stefan Wolf pretty easily whoops his butt and runs off with the, the box. Yeah, but now he's beat his brother, the king, or brother, king, whatever. Uh, yep. Yeah. Stepbrother. Stepbrother. Mm-hmm. In underwater combat. Yes. So now he is skilled. Yes. Night owl. Night owl. <laughs> meow. 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 You say Night Owl and go meow. Who? <laughs> night Owl, the guy who his stepbrother plays Night Owl who? in Watchmen. Oh yeah, he did, who? didn't he? Who? 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 Your feet don't fit any limb. Who? <laughs> oh, there wasn't a at the end. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> uh, all right, next thing yeah. on your notes, I guess. <laughs> um, Moving along. Uh, Steppenwolf puts the second box in that metal communication molten metal thing, which is cool, and Desaad shows up. Desaad. I didn't know who the heck he was. Yeah, he's dark side's right-hand guy. In the comic books, he's typically a very pathetic creature. He's kind of a yes man. Yeah, which they sort of did at the end, where he was like, right. I told he wouldn't do it. And he's like, but when he's talking to Steppenwolf, he's like, man, shut up. I took your spot, sir. Yeah. But um, my notes, I mentioned that um, Steppenwolf mentions that there's no Kryptonians and there's no lanterns here. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yes. The second nod to the lanterns in the movie at that point, which didn't happen in the the theatrical at all. We don't like those lanterns. They're scary. (laughs) They're scary. Did make me want to. Every time they talked about Green Lantern, it makes me want a Green Lantern movie now. A good one. A good one. Not a, yeah, not the Ryan okay. Reynolds one, but a good one. So Ryan Reynolds on social media this week posted that, that picture of the ring. Yeah, he's like, I still got this ring, and apparently he never watched the movie, oh, yeah. and he went back and watched it. And he's like, this wasn't this wasn't so bad. Like, I might still play the lantern. <laughs> so I think he like wants to play. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mr. Reynolds, that is a failure of <laughs> it is not a good movie. Do. Don't do the do old CGI happen. suit again. Don't do that. Yeah. But I think there's potential of him being um, Oh, I think he would be a great he was a good character, but the movie was bad. <laughs> yeah. But if you could do uh just a continuation of that movie. Yeah. And he dies, and then it goes to Jonathan Stewart at the end. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, um, what's Kyle his Rayner. name? Who played Sinestro was really good. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Something black. Yeah. I can't think of his name. I just know like two or three movies he's in. Oh, uh, my next on my notes is the Diana and Alfred T scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh a lot. That and then good. Alfred explains the his bat gauntlets that absorb energy. Yeah. I I like that Wonder Woman took a little bit of offense to that. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I like like almost like they absorb power and redirect it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like <sighs> damn it, Bruce, you're stealing my stuff. <laughs> Mine are so better. <laughs> because Superman was able to melt Batman's. Yeah. I do like that 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 when they did that scene where after in Superman's resurrection and he did fight Batman, it was more yeah, ru- yeah. it was more brutal than it was in the theatrical right. Right. and the at least the gauntlets did protect him cuz yeah. he took one <laughs> full laser eye shot with one gauntlet and took another one yeah. <laughs> with the other basically destroyed them both yeah but at least he survived it otherwise he would have been a dead bat yeah <laughs> so I do like how they drew. I do do love how they um, extended that whole scene. Yeah. Um, And I love the memes that have come out of the Aquaman Flash. Yes. Scene where they look where Flash where Aquaman gives him a dirty look after he trips him, and and they end up yeah he points at him the the uh, the all the fans after watching watching this cut and Flash has the Warner Brothers logo on him is like. (laughs) <laughs> the memes since then uh, I was like that's great um, I thought it was interesting that Lois was the one who saved Batman mm-hmm. from Superman yeah. when right. she was the one who saved Superman from Batman and Batman mm-hmm. right. versus Superman yeah. so I thought that was a cool little mirror was very but yeah cool. that whole scene I also like how that was not the setup from the get go where it was yeah. in the Where, theatrical. Yeah, Bruce called Alfred and said, I need the big gun or whatever like that. And then yeah, and Lois shows, shows up. up. Lois just kind of walks <clears throat> into this giant fight with her well, bo- boyfriend that, newly resurrected. The whole reason she was there was because of her daily pilgrimage mm-hmm. to the to the site and giving the cops the coffee and stuff like that. And this was her last time going there to do this because she was finally going to let him go. And yep. then he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love how that was more random than planned. Yeah. Um, in yeah. this one. Even though in the first one, I would have been like, it's just like Batman to make that call. Mm, so true. either yeah. way, I it worked. Fine I mean, it. it worked. The original, what they, him call, basically calling Lois the big guns and not explaining what it was. It, it worked for the theatrical, mm-hmm. but I like the way this, the way this one was extended and yeah. that it was more random than, yeah. than fate. If she hadn't been there, he probably would have gone evil. Yeah, there's a chance that if she doesn't randomly turn around and walk back, that well, he that, gets resurrected and he doesn't gauntlet, become the good Superman. That gauntlet was just about to crumble into little flamey bits exactly. of nothing, and he there there would have died. Yep. So, <clears throat> so she saved him. Yep. All right, you you mentioned bad Superman, so I'm gonna go here now. <laughs> I hate the idea of bad Superman. Yeah. After he's already been raised to be a good Superman, mm-hmm. it makes no sense for yeah. his character. I don't care if Lois dies, if Joker rips her heart out in front of him. It makes no sense. So I hate right. it. I like the Injustice story, but he is, in the comics, he's like 
tri- he's tricked by Joker into killing Lois. So it'd make more sense that he would just take his anger out on Joker and then be done with it. Not like, I don't know. Not the I don't like of any of that. So I think the reason I love the Red Sun story so much is because he's raised in communist Russia to be, you know, this communist propaganda and he's raised differently. So he might be evil doing that or just different. I don't know. So, so that being said, skip ahead to the last five minutes of the movie and the dream sequence where you didn't like that at all. He's become a minion of dark side. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's totally not his character. By free will. Right. Yeah. Um, it makes no sense. So, yeah. I like now maybe in I the... like the concept of a post-apocalyptic future where they're trying to battle Darkseid. And they also and made mention obviously of, losing. of the multiverse, too. Like alternate Earths and things like that. Alternate realities, well, whatever it was. Yeah, um, I, I think that goes back to Batman vs. Superman where you see Barry show up and he's wearing right. that weird armor, which yeah. we see. So With that's the helmet cool. that closes like a knight. But it's yeah. But it's almost like they've been trying over and over again to fix things and they can't. <laughs> mm. But just to pile it all onto one person, like, well, it all depends on Lois if she stays alive. Like that's just too easy. I don't like it. Mm. Yeah. I, I agree. We'll see what they do with it. If they give the yeah, reins probably back nothing. To... If they give the reins back to Zack Snyder, then maybe, 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 It'll, or it is, it'll or probably... maybe that was just a giant tease and flash and flash and whatever will make it so that never happens. Whatever the key scene is, I'm sure it'll be in slow motion <laughs> <laughs> with crappy music over time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Can we play that Aquaman walking down the pier with that music instead? <laughs> yes, I like it. I'm tossing his hair and the waves going up and the sax music playing in the background. <laughs> that would have been preferred. <laughs> uh, I mean, it would have been just as out of place as the music they put with I it. I know. <laughs> just would have been funnier. And I would have been like, I know this song, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> and it's in place. Yeah. Um. Okay. Notes. Yes. Notes. Cyborg buries the mother box in his own grave. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> to hide it. I actually didn't catch that at first, and then I realized it after the fact. Because wait, he did what? He the the mother box was buried in Cyborg's grave. Oh, because yeah, when... his old life is his. He hid it. Identity there. is considered yeah. dead now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The parademon comes sniffing around for it. Oops. And uh, he freaks out and just goes to his grave and buries it. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Mm-hmm. The um, thing with his father's sacrifice was. Uh, yes. At first I was like, well, this is a stupid ending for him. Why did he just go in there and try to blow the thing up and stand there? Um, but then it turns out that there was a method behind his apparent madness. and yeah. He should have. He should have had like a bomb thing that he was holding on to so that when he then di- did die, he would blow up. <laughs> no, T2. Yeah, yeah T2. Because that's you. how he died in T2. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, this poor guy dies in everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
I do love that that was a major difference between this one and the theatrical. And the theatrical, the end, Cyborg was working alongside his father. Right. So it was happy-go-lucky. They were working together. Their relationship right. was restored. In this one, it's... A I'm, lot darker. <laughs> a lot darker. My father dies. Oh, my God. I didn't yeah. get to say what I wanted to and say right. to him. Yeah. So I was like, it It definitely forced the character to grow in a different right. direction. Yeah. Um, but also in the same direction. Pushing him towards being a hero, just not by working with his father. Right. Get so, that push, brother. Yeah. Two very different ways that the movie could go. Two, two the movie, both movies show two different, very, very different ways that things could have gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I, I think I prefer the Snyder ver- version because yes, yes, the first one it's like oh it's a happy ending, but you know they're going to be arguing and constantly they're they're two completely different people. Yes, even yeah. though the father and son they're very dynamically different. So. By removing the father who sacrifices himself for his son and for the world, apparently. Well, not apparently. I mean, he did. Um, Mm -hmm. But more for his son in his mind, obviously. Um, That gives... What the heck is Cyborg's name? I hate calling him Cyborg. What's his name? Victor. Victor. That gives Victor a, a, a reason to be better. Better. Yes. Yeah. Not get just, him out of his funk. Hey, I'll get to work with Dad now. You know, I do. I do like the end where he goes back to the apartment and reconstructs the tape the thing. to listen to oh, it. Oh, you just left it there, huh? Yeah. After he crushes the tape, when he's like, "Let me talk to you as a father," and he crushes yeah. it, it's like, "It's like okay, at least you, at least you kind of get that. Like he's gonna at least listen to what his dad yeah, had to say yeah. at the end, where yeah. since he's no longer there, right? Um, he wouldn't allow. I love that epilogue scene. Yeah, with his father speaking over top of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe that's one of the reasons I hate the ending so much is because that was the perfect ending to me. Yeah. And then they go to and the And then you ruin it with this thing. Yeah. bull crap. Yeah. It seems like Joker. I was speaking. just like, oh, why? Right. And that, so I do not like Jared Leto as the Joker. I don't care what version of him they show. I don't like him as a Joker. I just don't. I can't, I don't buy it. But yeah, I don't like it either. That whole scene was just—it's weird. It's like, where is so? Is this like an alternate reality? Is this the future? Is this what are we seeing? Is this another dream? Yeah, apparently yeah. it's another dream. But yet they've all been so real. Uh, I don't know. I, it was just out of place. I was like, I could have done without that. The so, um, the, the epilogue should have been the end of the movie, and then the quote-unquote post or mid credit scene or whatever should have been Deathstroke coming on to the boat and can, Luther saying, Hey, Batman is Bruce Wayne. Can we and get rid dead. of Jesse Eisenberg as Luther, please? Yeah. I, I Sadly, I don't think that's going to happen. I just, ugh. I don't like him. It almost seems like they've allowed themselves to make him into the real Luther now because he got his head on straight in Arkham. Like he said, <laughs> like everyone so. does. Yeah, so we'll see. I was trying to explain to my wife like how amazing of a character Lex Luthor is, and just how so wasted it is on him as a right. sinister and the ugh. historically, you know, accurate amazing. version of him, not the Jesse Eisenberg version of him. Yeah, not just ugh. a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So he's 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 egomaniacal. 
He's uh, a sociopath. Um, he has no problem, you know, killing people to get in his, get in his way. Um, but he also doesn't want to destroy the earth. He doesn't want to destroy. No. He just wants to, to lead it or rule it, basically. I think Eisenberg should have been Joker. <laughs> He's much more closer to a Joker character. <laughs> should have brought the Lex. He'd Luthor have been better than Supergirl. Jared Leto, if you ask me. Yes. <laughs> should have brought the the Luther from Supergirl. He at least did a decent job of playing that character. Uh, well, I did not watch I know that long another one to see him. Wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Could have brought him. Um, Ryan Choi. Works in Star Labs, takes over Star Labs at the end. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who becomes the Atom. Oh, oh nice. So not that might uh, be... not Ray uh, Palmer's face, Ray Palmer. Ray has, has it, Palmer. Has it been so? It's like one of the new Fifty Two characters. The Atom is now Ray yeah. Choi. Yeah. Okay. I haven't new. followed the new Fifty Two. Um, my next note is um, Gordon Sunman's Batman, and you get one of the most glorious Batman poses ever in the history of ever. Like, it's straight off a comic book front cover. It's awesome. Oh, at the end, where he's on the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But this was not in a theatrical. Like, he looks no. up, and Batman's right. standing there. It's just, like, right. glorious. It's the coolest-looking Batman pose ever. I yep. did love where they copied the Avengers scene where uh, in... Um... Age of Ultron, where they're fighting in the woods, and they all just like suddenly pause in slow motion, where they're in this big action scene, and they're charging ahead. They did that oh, with yeah. the Justice League, where they're it's like a splash page. Yeah, because Bat- that was when Batman there. was still in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's to me, that's better than the Ultron one because it's it's off to the front more, so you see everybody better. Yeah. Where the one in Ultron was like, "Hey, we're all sort of lined up in a side thing." It was cool, but. Yeah, that was awesome. So, speaking of that scene where they had that, because they're at that point they're at the the nuclear reactor place. Yeah, I loved that they got rid of all yep. of the damn <laughs> side quest bullshit <laughs> with Superman and Flash, Go save and that all of those those uh, yeah. civilians in the battle area. I'm like, thank. God, they yeah. didn't have this problem. That this was a one. very Whedon-esque touch because yeah. in Avengers you had them like hurting people off of buses and here, get yeah. out of this uh, this broken window at this restaurant. We'll save you. And they're like handing people off and children one and two at a time. Like, you're the Avengers and the fight's over there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Let the cops do this stuff. Yeah. But they, well, they have to the show the reason... heroes doing heroic things to help people apparently, so... That's that's the way yeah. he looks at it, I think. Steppenwolf picks that spot because it's so toxic. Yeah, to right. With. Yeah. So people wouldn't live there. Right. And then he absorbs all the toxicity in making all his little fortress. Yep. yep. So that's why the Justice fortress of toxicity show up and not, you know, die. <laughs> but I was just glad, Insert I'm, audio la- audio I'm glad they took all of that out. It made it made more sense. <laughs> In the movie, <laughs> that tickled my fancy. It made more mm, sense, and you didn't have, you didn't have, you didn't set up the stupid, weird rivalry between Superman and Flash about yeah. who's going to one up each other, right? 
like they did in the theatrical, which I thought was a completely pointless thing. It was dumb. Yeah. And especially the way... Two people who have never met before. Exactly. Right. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, we're going to try to one-up each other all the time. I'm Flash like, stop it. It's faster than Superman. Hands down, bar none, the end. Stop, full period. Full, full stop, period. Yeah. Well, yeah. Snyder even shows that in the resurrection scene. Right. Where he sees him coming after him and takes several swings at yeah. him. And just misses every time. Right. And the only reason Flash stumbles is because he's taken so off guard that Superman can be so fast. Yeah. He's, (laughs) that's still like the, that was at least, I like they at least carried that over from the theatrical that Superman being able to see him move caught him off guard so much that he was like, oh my God. So, because even the fight where he was barely missing was him still going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, get get away. So, it was more of a frantic which, I have to get away again so many amazing parts of the theatrical are Snyder's parts because mm-hmm. they're in this movie right. yep. so that means he's the one who came up with them right. not yep. my next, next note is um, okay so the scene where um, they're going to break into the ship at Star Labs and Barry's driving the truck and he's asking oh, yeah, yeah. Arthur, hey, what do you think of this hat? Yeah, option yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Or option B. He's like, uh, let me see A again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, where they were, he was getting dressed in the military outfit. Yeah, that was kind of funny. That was funny. That was funny. Okay, so then they're in Superman's ship, and there's an open pod. So the thought is that might be Supergirl. Mm. Like, who else would they send on that on a ship? I don't know. It's possible. Maybe Power Girl. Hmm. Same person. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. That kind of I I, I remember I remember that and show, them showing an open pot. I'm like, it's one of those things that immediately go, well, who who are they not hinting at? It's like who are yes, they the hinting dog. at? <laughs> who was the, <laughs> the super dog? What was the dog? I mean, it's name? the House of L's ship, so. Now we're going back into mm. like frog door, frog <laughs> territory again. Stop frog it. Thor. <laughs> frog. Yeah. Uh, it's bugging me now. What was the dog's name in the comics? I don't remember. Superboy and. Or as they like to say in Walking Dead, dog. Dog. Um, Bazinga. Crypto. Crypto, yes, right. Really? Also known as Superdog. <laughs> really? I like Crypto. Sorry, I had to look it up. I will jump to the last battle where right. the team finally comes together and starts actually battling Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. It's just... Epic? Yeah, it's 100 times better than the theatrical. Yes. Not crappy like the first one? Especially after... The first one was over way too quick. Up. Yeah, I... it was over in like... 10 seconds. Yeah, it was not not good. So the one thing I will say, and I liked the fact that they did it um, in this versus the theatrical version, Superman in the theatrical came in, smacked Stephen Wolf around for a minute or two, and then realized there were civilians and ran off and left it to Diana Aquaman and Batman while Cyborg was messing around with the mother boxes. In this, Superman shows up and 
just wipes the floor with Stefan Wolf. Right. And I'm like, that is exactly the way this should have happened in the first place. <laughs> yeah. If the whole reason that these mother boxes woke up was because Superman died, then Superman should freaking wipe the floor with whoever's yeah. coming after them. That's right. And, and I like the fact that they and did that and they didn't did. even they didn't even shy to not do it. It's just right. like no. it's just like really? He's, he steps up he and gets stops hit. His axe in mid swing and then freezes it with his breath and smashes it. Smashes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh my god! What did he say? I'm trying to think of what he said because he stops the axe with his shoulder. He said he's not. I'm not impressed. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) it's like, I love it because they didn't even want to shy away from how powerful Superman was in comparison. Right. Yeah. So much better. And and then, then he like punches him, and um, he lasers his one of his horns Horns off, his head off. Yeah. And then he just beats the crap out of him over and over until um, Dark Cyborg's Side ready up. and Cyborg calls for help and then they, they open, pull the three apart. open the portal and then he throws Steppenwolf toward the <laughs> portal and then she like jumps up again in slow motion, shunk off with his head and they both, both parts fall through the portal and then Darkseid stomps his head. Yeah. And that's it. Yes. That's the end for poor Steppenwolf. And I was completely they, happy they with get... that. That was epic in comparison to the theatrical was great oh yeah where where how does stefan wolf end in the theatrical oh i'm afraid my parademons are now attacking me what the yeah the the good guys don't actually beat you you you, it was like in the mummy one when he gets attacked by all the scarabs and he's like ah tables are turned well and that's yeah and that's 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 a a stupid a lame a lame (laughs) way to have a bad guy lose because he's not even beat by the superheroes at that point he's beat by his own oh they smell your fear this was this was (laughs) superman wipes the floor with him diana who is all who's basically just underneath that comes in and freaking cuts his head off and we're done yeah no no arthur stabs him in the back first that's true and then superman punches him through the portal yep and diana gets her little head guillotine at goes the for the head he she she does what thor should have gone for the head yeah yeah <laughs> just in case there's any confusion mr side yeah yeah so that was dark side, like um well i guess we'll just go the old right we'll walk there but they do that's the funny thing is they do all that and he's st- and technically that's still before flash rewinds yeah they still lose technically <laughs> Yeah. So they yeah, do all they that, and then they that. still lose, and then they have to rewind and do it all again. Um, no, no, no. They lost before that. Oh, they did lose before that. I couldn't yeah. remember if they yeah. did that. Yeah. They lost before the Stefan with death or not. No. Because Batman's on top of the reactor core. Gotcha. Silo okay. watching, <laughs> and Barry's like exhausted from reversing yeah. time so much. Yeah. And then the other three just take care of everything. Yep. Okay, cool. Sorry. I, I remember I've watched it once. I need to go back and actually probably watch it again. I almost did, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do four hours. <laughs> no, I, I honestly suggest, and even if you watch it for the first time and you haven't watched this, I don't know why you're listening to this, if you haven't watched it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, do it by chapters. It's really cool. Because you could break really it up in a mini-series it. that way. Just watch yeah. it a oh, chapter yeah. at a time. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Because they were, they were... It wasn't like the theatric. It's not like a normal movie where 
No. Every there's no break. Yeah, no, it's definitely where every chapter because they broke it into chapters, every right. you could stop at the end of every one. You're right, Adam. You could yeah. technically watch it like that. And yeah. Yeah. Because every one is a breaking point to move the, and then go to the next story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So it was cool. It was fun. Yeah. Different. Uh, so I much will better. be watching Weird it experience. again when I find the time. <laughs> so very much better than the theatrical, even though the theatrical for the time it was released was yeah great and needed. They still could have but done this, this then. Superior. But yeah. well, have they released any like like view viewer figures? Um, they can track not that official not. stuff, but they've been saying that it's been breaking records through the streaming okay. services. So I'm trying to look up what those Woman eighty four did lots over Christmas, and this is kicking the crap out of that. It's four. It's four hours, but it was still such a better. It was such a more flushed out movie than the original. Yeah. Yep. Which just made it that much more epic when you got to that end, where. The original, yep. you get to the end and it's lackluster. Ready for some hot news? Hot news. What? <laughs> what? Yes. So there is still DC movies coming out, which is interesting. They may not be full on Snyderverse. What is the next? Aquaman. Black 2? Adam, The Batman, Aquaman 2, Wonder Woman 3. I think there's a Shazam 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I just and we saw... got James Gunn's Suicide Squad trailer this year. This, yeah. Actually, that might be the next one. I think it is. Yeah, because that's coming August out this 6th. year. Yeah, that's yeah, August sixth. Did you Did you guys see the trailer for Suicide Squad? Yes, I did. Yes. Nom, did you nom. see the guy? <laughs> did, you, did you see the guy named Peacemaker? Yes. And his name is John Cena. Yeah. Sorry, well, I remember that. the comment that I made is like, if he ever makes a, re- a reappearance in uh, WWE, the bag of dicks chant will non-stop. <laughs> That's so true. Well, you have to have fans. First yeah, of you, all. you do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. But still. Oh, here so it we'll is. Um, anyway. Helen Mirren is playing the villain in the new. Uh, Shazam 2 she plays Hespera daughter of Atlas hmm. interesting I love her yes I <clears throat> love her in anything she does so woo that'd so, be fun um, you were asking for chronological movies coming up so right. Suicide Squad is August 6th looks yes. like that's the only one for 2021 Aww. March 4th of next year is the Batman so cool <laughs> the Flash Movie is November fourth of that year, and it's still Supposedly. Ezra Miller. That's yeah. the one where um, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Keaton's coming back, and it's so... fla- basically supposed to be Flashpoint. Yeah, basically okay. story. Um, Boy, I hope December sixteenth is Aquaman two. Okay. Wow, they're loading so, up next year. Three next year, yeah, right on. Well, I have a feeling um, that some of those might have been this year, except for the whole. Yes. Yeah, probably. Well, Flash was I supposed think, to been out were. end of last year or end of this year. You know, original. Black Widow was supposed to have been out exactly ten That's years ago. Same, same problem. <laughs> yeah, Black Black Widow got pushed back again. Just yeah, I know. Uh, freaking June or July. My sad. July. Yeah. They're hoping for the uh, July Fourth uh, movie going crowd. Sure. Apparently. Let's hope it 
you know what? The only way that's going to work is if you actually keep it on that date. Right. And don't move it again. Yep. Oh, and also open mm-hmm. the theaters and let people go yeah. and watch movies. Yeah. Well, my theater is never closed in my town. Ours did Some for ours did for a little bit last year, but then they reopened. Right. But they've they've not got the same traffic as before no. at all. No, no, no. I mean, I'm going not. to see a movie this week in theaters. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Which one? Which one? Kong Which versus one? Godzilla. Yes. Saw it already? Or? No, it comes out on my birthday. Okay. All right. So we're going. Josh, me, and Deb are going to see it Wednesday night. Do you have tickets already? Right yeah. I may go too. You guys want Just tickets? It's supposed. It um, supposedly looks pretty good. So. Yeah, I just watched uh, the two Godzilla movies, the one, and then King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. So yep. I'm kind of caught up on those, and I've seen the King Kong one. Yep. I really like where those are going. They're definitely um, doing better than the uh, what was the the monster movies, the Dracula and the Mummy and Frankenstein and all that stuff. Yep. Those really? just kind of went. <laughs> yep. Interesting. Oh, so you you mentioned the bat, the new Batman movie, and that I'm reminded Batman, me yeah. of something I read. I'm Batman. Now that since we just got done talking about the the better Justice League movie, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Affleck came out after Affleck. this was released. Affleck. Yeah, Affleck. Affleck. Batfleck. Batfleck. Um, Batfleck. and said he will will do Batman again. But only for Zach. Good. Well, good. So, um, so even though Warner Brothers and everything have already gone back to rebooting Batman ugh. and changing the actor again, I really Batfleck has already come out and said, "I will do Batman again for sure." But we're getting Flashpoint. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I, I, that's why I keep trying to tell people like. <clears throat> DC is known for having all these different universes. Like they do it so much more than even Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> they could easily with this whole flashpoint movie say, we're going to pick and choose the people we want to be these characters from here on out. And it'll make sense from the story. True. It'd be really cool if somehow they used this whole thing to just go back to like the early nineties <laughs> or whenever the Batman with, um, Michael What's Keaton. his name? Keaton. Eighty-nine, I think it was. Yeah, I'd love to see. I'd love to see that. I wonder and then if you he's going from there. <laughs> what if Michael Keaton still has the suit where he can't turn his head? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll be interesting. I uh, bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> That'd be a nice little joke. So. No pun intended. Yeah. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun talking. Yes. That was fun talking. We'll be back later. <laughs> so much fun. Okay. Until next time. Outro of music. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, great timing. <laughs> All right. Oh, switch off. <laughs>